140 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom as always is my pal De Quincy. Hey everybody, look at you with a normal ass intro. It's Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon whenever we're recording this and uh, yeah, it's a it's a good time to, to just kind of take it easy. Plus you just got finished with a workout so I bet you're a little tired. Yeah, a little windy. <laughs> All right. Uh, business side, uh, thanks for listening. You can download the podcast on Anchor, Beaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts. Business over, so let's get let's get to the show. We are here to discuss episode three of Wandavision. Do these episodes have a name? Uh... I'm just talking about that. That's a good question. Or is it just episode three? I think it was. Uh, was it called Now in Color? You know what? Let me go look. But yeah, let's start with that. We'll talk. Let's talk about it. Um, so I want to get your reaction first because last time we spoke about WandaVision, you're kind of lukewarm on the show. So how did episode three? How was it for you? Oh so yeah, so episode three is entitled Now in Color. Okay. First episode filmed before live studio audience. Number two was Don't Touch That Dial. Number three, Now in Color. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's getting better for me. Um, like it's starting to pick up. Um, it's picking up sooner than I, um, you know, or yeah, sooner than I was hoping because I, I was like a little leery that it might kind of kind of stretch out again and into what they were doing before, but. Um, no, I like the episode. I mean, it's the the story's finally starting to take shape. Mm-hmm. Um, they're starting to fill in those fill in those blanks that um, that were definitely hard to follow along with um, the for the first two episodes. Um, and you know, it, it's it's blending into what we talked about, like Marvel meets the Truman Show, essentially. Yeah, the opening of this um, the show it had a very Brady Bunch, uh, Partridge Family feel. Yes, they the song- definitely crossed those two, to- those two together. Yeah, when the song started, like it had that melody of "Come on, get happy," mm-hmm. which made me think of the Partridge Family, and um, you know, like the the stairway. Oh yeah, was reminiscent of the Brady Bunch, and you know, we try we were trying to figure out what the what seventies influence they were going to take, and I think we nailed it. Um, yeah. So. Let's talk about the story. I'm, last time we talked about the show, I made the point to point out that it's a show where it's like the Jiro feeling is like, hey, look at all this. It's great. It's all these old sitcoms. And meanwhile, something has gone terribly wrong here. And we're definitely beginning to see that. Um, the first thing I noticed <laughs> that made me think that my play, my uh, Disney Plus was skipping was... Um, 
after the doctor, the doctor leaves, you know, Wanda, she's pregnant. She's like four months pregnant. And she's like, wow, a lot of strange things are happening. And Vision says, yes, the dinner and mm -hmm. everything has happened. There's something really strange happening. And then like it skips. Yeah. And it goes back to her and say, oh, a lot of strange things are happening. And then the second time Vision plays along with the story. And I swear to God, I thought my Disney Plus, I thought I, thought I glitched. I get that. But for me, that was the turning point. Mm -hmm. That was the moment where I was like, okay, cool. Now we're getting somewhere. And I was like, now I'm interested. Like, I can still do without all the, you know, the uh, the, the sitcom, uh, you know, laugh track and all that mm -hmm. stuff to kind of, like, she's trying to keep it going, but it's reality starting to, to kick in. But, um, but yeah, no, that, that exact moment was when I was like, okay, now it's starting to kind of take shape. We have an idea of what's going on. Um, and it's, it's getting real in that universe. Yeah. yeah. This is the episode made me think uh, that changed my mind because last time we talked, I was like, Oh, it's her powers taking overs or grief. And now it's like, Oh, she's in control of this. This isn't mm -hmm. like her emotions. She's a hundred percent in control of this, this simulation that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And we see it with, with that, with vision. And we also see it later on with Gertrude. Right. Yeah. Is she, is, is this world that she's creating, is it out of grief or is it just out of like protection, self-preservation from what's whatever's looking for her coming after her or whatever. I still think it's, it's, uh, out of grief. I mean, she lost vision and, um, infinity war and it comes up in this episode, uh, Pietro, mm -hmm. he also died in, uh, age of Ultron. And that's one thing that his death, we don't really, we don't ever get to see any kind of reaction from her until this episode. Yeah. Because it went from Age of Ultron to she was in Civil War and she there was no really like handling of it. And then, you know, Infinity War and where she died and then coming back in uh, Endgame, there was no like real mention of her handling that in a healthy way. And we're finally beginning to see that. Mm -hmm. and, but even still, it's not very healthy if you're just kind of blocking it out with this new kind of alternate reality oh no nothing she's doing is healthy right now <laughs> all of this is terrible for everyone involved um i also want to talk about um it seems like the people who are in this little simulation know that it's going wrong mm -hmm. like neighbor, we're starting to see that yeah. yeah her neighbor uh what's the black guy's name oh man Do you remember? Herb? That is, it's not Herb, is it? No. I almost said Herb, but go on. Uh, and I can't type in black guy, neighbor, WandaVision on <laughs> Google without getting canceled. <laughs> I mean, Possibly. Can. I don't want to take that risk. <laughs> um, let's see. That dude's name is completely escapes me right now. Herb, you're right. Oh, it is Herb. Okay, yeah, you're right. So 
that happens after Wanda delivers the two babies. Uh, and that's when the last track stops. Like mm-hmm. after that is completely done with. Um, so a- Agnes and and her both seem to know that something is wrong. They're in a simulation, but they but they don't want to talk about it. And I'm thinking like it's one of the things like if you say it out loud, Wanda's powers will erase your memory. Oh, okay. Yeah. So as, as long as you don't notice, if, as long as you don't bring attention to it, you're fine. Um, so that's why I think Herb is definitely a sword agent. And Agnes, like, I think, and I think we're going to see soon that she's actually Ag- Agatha Hark- Harkness. She's a, um, basically, she's a witch in the MCU, and she's basically been a part of Wanda's life ever since um, what happened with the twins when the twins are born and then they're taken away from her and given back. And she, she, she's like a witch trainer, I guess the best way to see she trains Wanda and using her powers in a more respectful way. And so I think, Oh, you know, that, that makes sense. Like you can kind of see that in that first episode mm-hmm. when they, I mean, when they were doing the goofy, um, you know, reading through the magazine of like how a, a wife should, like you know uh support her husband and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like like that's a subtle nod to like guiding and training and stuff she sees this young newlywed couple or whatever um that make that's starting to make sense now like that's all kind of like it's all piecing together for me my theory is like she was maybe she's a sword agent and she was there to help wanda get through her grief and then wanda brought her in and a bunch of other stories into this um this little this i'm gonna keep calling it simulation this magic simulation and she's there she realized what's going on but she doesn't have the powers to break out herself she has to get wanda to see that this isn't real and so it's a slow play by her Mm -hmm. otherwise you know what happened to gerald d might happen to her and let's talk about let's talk about that real quick. Right. So Wanda is nursing the two the twins when she she says, Oh, I'm a twin. My brother Pietro, he died. And I don't I don't know if this was part of Wanda's this feels like it was Wanda's powers breaking a crack because Geraldine, aka Monica Rambo, she remembers that Ultron killed her brother. Right. And I think that was Wanda's powers failing because, you know, Monica is an agent of sorts, not something that you would just say if you're, you know, you're trying to be a secret agent. Yeah, you you such she, secrets out. Yeah, you gave up the goat. And that basically pisses Wanda off. Um, Geraldine slash Monica tries to play it off, and it does not go well. She gets yeeted out <laughs> of this fictional Westview, and we see at the end she's surrounded by what I assume are sword agents outside of this dome that's been placed. Mm-hmm. So, oh, go ahead. Let me ask you this, because mm-hmm. like we, we, I think we talked about the first, the last time we we 
uh, or when we when we reviewed the first two episodes like you know i'm not very familiar with sword i'm not very familiar with some of these other characters mm-hmm. like are you think they're how, how do you feel the way that they're handling this uh telling this kind of new story that allows uh more hardcore fans like yourself to kind of see what's going on and to kind of understand who these characters are while also not like alienating casual fans that just liked her from the movies and are going to just keep following. Okay. Um, first off the thought about casual fans. I remember I saw an article right when WandaVision started where people were like, well, casual Marvel fans may not be able to understand what's going on. And mm-hmm. it's for me, it's, it's been 11 years and 20 plus movies there are no more casual fans. Either you're all the way in or you're not. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean with the movies or? With the movie, if you're in on these MC, you know the movies, you've seen the majority of them, the TV show, the TV shows that are starting this year. Like, I don't understand how there's any casual MCU fans anymore. Well, I'm talking about from the comic book perspective. Oh, from the comic book perspective? Because I don't remember, uh, uh, who? What was the group you just you mentioned? Which one? Oh, Sword. Sword. I don't remember them from the movies. Yeah, but they're not. It, you'd have to follow the comics, right? Yeah, but they're doing a good job of of showing that introducing them. Yeah, introducing their okay. replacement for Sword. I mean, for Shield. Okay, I got you. So even their acro- the acronym is different in the comics. There is a sentient weapons. Oh, sentient uh, world something something division and mm-hmm. the and the show their their sentient weapons division and so like I doing I think they're doing a good job explaining things like slow playing things for fans who don't know anything about the comic books right uh, which I know you you guys look down on us no no we don't <laughs> I can see but, it in the camera you're, you're looking down <laughs> on me right now as we I, speak I'm looking in five different places and it's not even <laughs> but. Yeah, it's um, well, I think it makes it easier instead of them explaining, like in the comic books, how there are so many different like divisions that handle different things. If in the MCU they have Shield, which we all understood, and then she, now we know Shield is no more. Now they have another group coming in to replace them. It, mm-hmm. It's easier for people to come and explain than than try and explain. Okay, so. At the same time, we have Shield and Sword and Hammer and all these different organizations. Like, it's they're not what's wrong for? They're not overcomplicating the show for people. Like, if you okay. just, you yeah, just I, have I, one one group at a time, it makes it easier for people to understand. Right. Like, if they had put at the beginning, they had Shield and Sword, then it it might be a little bit more confused for people trying to say, okay, so what part of S.H.I.E.L.D. handles this and the S.W.O.R.D. handle this and this movie? They've made it simple for people. Okay, good. Yeah, I just uh, like I'm starting, I'm, it's starting to come together now. I'm following along better. Um, I just I'm always just kind of like uh, concerned as if like, it, you know, is it gonna is it gonna turn casual viewers or like non-heart like non-comic book fans uh, you know is it going to turn them away but it seems like 
it's starting to pick up. It's like I feel like after those first two episodes, like that was the big test, and uh, or the big test would be the third episode, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's it's passing and it's starting to you know it's picking up steam and and will I think it feels like we'll be formally introduced to the like this organization soon sooner than later. Yeah, I think it's going to be next episode. We're probably going to see what happens with uh, Monica probably giving some kind of testimonial what's going inside the dome. Mm. Um, Agnes slash Agatha still stuck in there with with her trying to figure out what to do. Um, Next episode, uh, they're going to be jumping to the 80s. Yeah, probably. And and, uh, we're going to we're going to see what happens with the twins and uh, I just feel like this is going to end badly because it ends badly in the comic books where <laughs> she loses the twins and basically goes insane because of it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think a, a good episode Um uh, yeah, it, it's picking up, you know, like I had my, like, you know, we talked about it. I had my reservations and um, they're, they're starting to, those reservate, those reservations are starting to ease. Um, I like it now. I like the show now because, you know, it looks like they're going to kind of get away from this Truman show type thing and start blending more of like the real the real world of the, the show. real MC MC right. world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what you were trying to say you with the real well, not really, but okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, for a for a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay, so let's look forward to, to episode four. What show do you think they uh, pay tribute to next? If we're going to episode four, we're doing the eighties. What a big eighties show! I feel. Roseanne. That was or late it... '80s. Ooh, ooh! What if they did Alf? That would be awesome. <laughs> like they have kids, you know. Uh, what's his name is uh, basically an alien, an alien life form. Uh, uh, Vision I... is basically an alien life form. I thought you were talking about you're going to talk about um, like Wanda creating something for them. Like so, you know, they, could, yeah, I mean, creature. they could do that, you know. Oh, 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 that reminds me. Uh, can we talk about Wanda's powers for a moment? Yeah, okay. So, her powers in the when we first saw her in Age of Ultron were mind manipulation and telekinesis, mm-hmm. and we saw that again in um, in Infinity War and Endgame, and now we're beginning to see she can af- affect all the reality. Because I forgot to mention this in the first epi- the first um, pod that we did. She took a chicken and turned it back to an to eggs. And in here she's right. cre- she's creating life. Mm-hmm. And we don't talk about she got her powers from the mind stone from um, Strucker experimenting on both her and her brother. So her powers are everything, like whatever she can dream up, she can make. 
Is that consistent with her character, I guess, in the comics? Oh, yeah. Wanda is a fucking powerhouse. Okay. She depowered mutants. Oh, jeez. Did you, did you not? You know that? Yeah, she, she went in. Yeah, she went insane. She created a world where mutants were the dominant species and not humans. And at, at the end of that run, she was so pissed off at her her father for Magneto, for her father manipulating both her and her brother Pietro, that she said three words, no more mutants, and it depowered 99% of mutants in the Marvel world. Jeez. Like, her powers are basically reality warping, and we're beginning to see that here in the MCU. Impressive. Yeah. You think like people think of what she did to Thanos and Endgame was powerful. No, if she had the powers then that she has now, she could have fixed the entire situation herself. Which is probably was a, it was a good thing that she was dead. Not meaning to say that, but it, it's it's a giant p- plot hole if Wanda is alive with these reality altering powers because she could have right. fixed yeah. everything that happened in Infinity War by herself. Then we just wasted six hours for nothing, you know, <laughs> watching two movies. Yeah, but her power, she's one of the, in, in the MCU, she is probably the strongest Avenger. And I think the only person that comes close to her is Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. which makes sense because they both were created by Infinity Storms. So yeah, she's a problem. She's gonna and if she's not a hundred percent mentally balanced when she comes out, she's gonna be a huge problem in the um the Doctor Strange movie. Which I think what's gonna happen is at, at the end of this, she's gonna be the reason that the multiverse exists. Interesting. And maybe even the reason that the multiverse is like crashing on her, on itself. So that's why she has to help Doctor Strange in his upcoming movie. Just mm-hmm. throwing it out there. You heard it first. You heard it here first. Yeah. Marvel can go so many different ways and Kevin Feige is a madman, so there's no telling. <laughs> but yeah, man, I really enjoyed this episode. I can't wait for episode four. Um it's going to take place in the 80s, so we're going to see some jeggings. We're going to see some... Um, uh, who was that with the Let's Get Physical? Do you remember? Um, she was in Greece. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Olivia Newton-John. Yes. We're going to see her fit. Um, so I'm looking at IMDb's top 10 80s sitcoms. All right. Give it to me. Well, here's the thing. There's only two that or three that have like that are like that have children like family type sitcoms Mm -hmm. the rest like night court like they're not going to do a night court thing (laughs) no (laughs) i mean (laughs) as great as that would be golden girls again that would be awesome (laughs) but you know they have little kids now little kids are involved so i don't think they're going to go that route Mm -hmm. um but of the 80s family ish sitcoms uh, we're looking at Family Ties, but that's 
I don't know. I don't know if that they'll do. I don't know if they would go that route. Uh, Mama's Family, which is a great sitcom. Mm-hmm. The Cosby Show, which a little touchy. I don't know. I don't know if they'll touch that. Alf, which I again, I think that could be the route. I don't know. Um, and Married with Children. So, but then you, there's other. I mean, there's definitely other. Those are just the top ten on some list. But you know, you have like. Oh, I got a show for you. That would fit. That? that would fit in perfectly with um, with the main actress. A show that came out in 1987. What's that? Full House. Full House. I could see that. Full House or, or Growing Pains. Um, well, you know I said Full House, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mary Kane Ashley Olsen. There's, I think there's your winner. Yeah. And Elizabeth Olsen's their younger sister. Yep. I think we have a winner. All right. I like this. Actually, this is like the. This is actually fun doing this. Like <laughs> looking looking to the next episode. Like what's going to be, the next um, tribute that they do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm into this. I'm into this. I'm I'm digging it. Um. Let's see. Oh. I did enjoy like when she was giving birth and all the magic stuff that was happening. It was a very bewitched kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that little nod. Um, trying to think what else. It was a good episode. There's a lot of point move, uh, plot movement. Um, I just, I'm ready to see what happens with the twins. I, are they still like, in the episode, she's giving birth and she's progressing at a rapid rate. I mean, she goes from four months pregnant to giving birth within like 12 minutes. So right. I wonder if the same thing's going to happen with the twins. Are they going to rapidly age at the same rate? Right. Like, if what if, you know, episode four, they're already, you know, 10 years old or something like that. And then having to deal with, I don't know if they're going to be normal or they're going to get their powers. I could see them if they still are doing like the comedy thing with mm-hmm. laugh tracks and stuff. I could see them doing like making episode four with like the infants and like the hijinks of, you know, feeding kids and changing diapers and going on no sleep and all that kind of stuff. You know, I could see that playing into the story with like uh, things are unraveling as they're trying to, as she's trying to hold it together, mm-hmm. hold that, hold that family aspect together. Yeah. And one of her, like both her children, uh, with, what are the names? Tommy and Billy. Billy. Okay, so Tommy grows up to be Speed. He's a speedster like his uncle Quicksilver. While Billy takes after Wanda, he's like he, his uh, codename is Wiccan. He's a witch like her. So I'm thinking like if he becomes a witch like her and he's a child, he may accidentally break whatever's going on. Hmm. 
Oh, 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 oh. Uh, before I forget, did you like the uh, commercial? Yes. The Hydra soap. Oh, yeah. So when that commercial first started and everything, she was going haywire, everything's going wrong. I thought it was going to be like one of those want to get away and then show like the mom going to Tahiti, mm-hmm. which would have been a tie into Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. But the tie in they did was also Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. because the Hydra soap and I think it's season four of Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're in a simulated a world where um computer simulate world where Hydra is taken over and Colson's like a science teacher, I believe. And part of it's like, yeah, he he's explaining to Daisy, he's like, yeah, the Hydra soap they use, it has chemicals that that um gives you false memories and that's how they use it to brainwash people into thinking they have a better life. And like that's why I make my own soap. And then in the commercial, the Hydra soap's like, oh, use this and you'll have an amazing life and everything will be great. It's, it's a connection to Agent, Agent Shield. I enjoyed that. So, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. it was, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you know, one thing that I, I read about the first commercial, you know, the one with the... Um, the toaster and we didn't talk about it because we completely missed it you remember how they put the toast in and there was this beeping noise and it just took a, a really unsettling amount of time for the toaster fi- finally pop up mm-hmm. that is a callback to uh, age of ultron where they were tell where wanda and Pedro were telling the story of how their home got hit with a stark bomb and they mm-hmm. were literally they were under it for days waiting for it to go off. Yeah. And with the constant beeping and it it turned out to be a dud, thank God. But that was the same thing. It's like this annoying, this crazy beeping noise, and you're just sitting there waiting for an intense amount of time for something to go off. So so I someone said that's basically a call back to her trauma that from Stark. Let's see. Yeah. When you apply that comic noodle. <laughs> so you're all the way on now. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, right. I'm liking it. Um you know, there's gonna be more action, it seems like, so that's gonna be fun. So yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, I'm still waiting to see how much the citizens of this town actually know. Um, I think. All right, what's your prediction for next for next episode? Man, I kind of, I you know, I really, I didn't think about that, but I mm-hmm. kind of like your theory that you know they'll go back and forth between you know WandaVision and uh, some sort of you know debriefing with with uh, Geraldine debriefing interrogation mm-hmm. type situation and yeah i think yeah i think it's gonna happen um i think we're gonna meet you know we haven't met agnes's husband ralph yet that's right yeah she talks about him in all the episodes but he's yet to show up and i'm and what if ralph is uh, Mephisto. Mm. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. You think they would introduce that this early? Maybe. I don't know, because in the comics, she creates her, her twins using pieces of his soul. So it may be a thing where he shows up uh-huh. and and he maybe not this early, maybe in a couple episodes, a couple episodes. But I feel like he's going to show up and be like, "Enough! I want what's mine back." Mm-hmm. And he takes her twins, and that leads to her breaking down. And like my theory stated earlier, destroying the barriers between the multiverse or creating the multiverse. Interesting. But who knows? I'm making this up as I go. <laughs> you know more than I do. You know better than I do. So, uh, your first theory, I, I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's interesting. That's cool. That would be cool to see. Yeah. See how much she gives up, how much information she gives up." Yeah. So you know, I'll be ex- I'll be ready Friday to watch it again, and um, I'm sure you will too. Oh yeah. All right, so that's all we got. One division. Um, like I said, we're excited to see episode four. Uh, we're both hungry, so we're gonna cut this short. Um, got anything? some football to watch as well. Yes, yes, we got two exciting games to watch. Um, and then next, I almost said next week, but this is coming out Monday, so later this week we'll have our World Rumble preview podcast. We'll get that out, and um, and that's it. I like yeah. it. That'll be the last podcast of January. That's right. This month is flying by. Yes. Hmm? Oh, Amari has something to say. Come say. Come say. You can say on the podcast. My birthday is coming up. Oh, yes. His birthday is on Thursday. Oh, very cool. Yeah, he'll be eight years old. Man. That's awesome. Yeah, time flies. So... We'll be celebrating his birthday and doing a podcast. Oh, I'm off Friday. Even better. Yeah, I'm off Friday because your school has a um, teacher day or something like that. We have no schools that take off. Remember those days? Mm, yeah. Teacher in service? Yes. Just stay home and play the, I don't want to date myself, which gaming system I used to play. But yes. <laughs> a gaming system. Yeah, though. a gaming system. All right, so let's get out of here. We shall be back later on this week. And that's it. Anything you want to say? Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, Go out and give us those five-star reviews. If you don't, you're just a plain old hater. And uh, that's it. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies.